Getting In is supported by Squarespace, helping students create online portfolios and personal websites that show colleges who they are and what they can do. Learn more at squarespace.com slash getting in. And by audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audible.com slash college. I'm Julie Lithcott-Hames, former dean of freshmen at Stanford University and author of How to Raise an Adult. And this is Getting In. Hello? <laughs> testing, testing. Are you going like, to get a mic? Yeah. Like... <laughs> it's a weeknight near the beginning of the school year, and there's this giddy energy in the room. Okay. The four high school seniors we're following this year have come to the Panoply Studios in Manhattan to have some pizza and meet each other for the very first time. I feel like my life isn't that interesting <laughs> when I'm asked questions about it, yet there's so many strange things. That the four students, August, Ellis, Jonathan, and Alessandra, come from very different places and backgrounds, but they're all facing the same challenge right now. They're hard at work on their personal essays, a few paragraphs that could make their college applications stand out or get lost in the pack. Am I good enough, like, in like terms of, like, absolutely everything that I have to offer? Absolutely. I think you just gave voice to, what, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of high school seniors are feeling right now. August Graves attends the public high school Nest, and she's a serious soccer player. I asked her about her essay topic. I went backpacking with Outward Bound, and I talked about that, and um, sort of like on my day, I had to lead a group of 14 kids through the mountains, and it was really stressful. And then I sort of just like, at the, I ended with like looking up at the stars and just like reflecting, and like I did it, and like I'm my own person. And, and tell me why that experience stood out as an example of your uniqueness, your individuality? I guess I never, I always take, well, I live in the city, so I always like, I know how to take care of myself, but taking care of others and like learning how to take care of others and also take care of myself was really a really big lesson for me. And so that was sort of what I was trying to get at. We continued around the table. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Ellis Wells. I go to Avenues the World School. His essay grew out of experiences he had apprenticing with a butcher in Italy. An eighth-generation butcher shop uh, outside Florence. I only speak English and some other languages, but not Italian. So I had to learn how to communicate with him while working. Um, and that, you know, translated into communicating through his actions. You know, he moved, how he used his hands, how he showed me to cut and things like that. So um, being able to pick up on that, me that mode of communication, which is new to me. In school, we learn how to use our words and then translate our words into elegant phrases and things like that. This was a totally new, practical way of communicating. Um, I'm Alessandra LaPera. Alessandra attends Villa Walsh Academy, an all-girls Catholic school in suburban New Jersey, and she has a passion for performing. So I will be writing about, obviously, the obstacles that I had to overcome these past couple years. I, I'm so excited, especially because I can now use um, this, this pain, this anger, this confusion that I've had for a very long time in a lot of my work as an actor. Jonathan was next. My name is Jonathan Diaz, and I go to the Brooklyn School for Collaborative Studies. One thing about me is I love the show Friends. Uh, no way. 
That show came out when I was your age. And my favorite ice cream is Better Pecan. Um, I was considering talking about my three-week backpacking, rock climbing, and canoeing course in Minnesota in the Boundary Waters. Jonathan will be the first in his immigrant family to go to college. He's a lifelong city kid and video gamer. And he says he struggled a lot at the beginning of that camping trip. So the first part of it was backpacking. And we would just, like, hike for seven miles a day and up tall terrain. And I would always be in the back. And I would just be the one just, like, asking for breaks. And I, and I hated asking for breaks. And then afterwards... Days go by, and as the days progress, I start getting better at it to the point where I can catch up with them and I can and I can actually maintain the seven miles and not feel like a burden to them. That's actually how I felt. So I have a fear of heights, so pretty much I was just torturing myself this whole course through. We took a high ropes course, and we did, like, the catwalk, and I had to walk through that, and... I was, I was freaking out. I didn't want to. I just froze, and I just kept freezing every step that I took. And afterwards, I once they once the instructors talked to me, I was like, you know, I realized that sometimes the roadblocks that you have are sometimes in your head, and then all I have to do is just take one more step. Those just words that carried me through. And I, I think about that now, even if doing schoolwork that's challenging. Sometimes all you do is just like take one step in, just write a couple words, and then hopefully that'll take you bit by bit to where you have to go. Our panel of experts was listening as Jonathan told this story, and when he said, take one more step, they all nodded. Outward bound style trips are a common theme in college essays. So common at times it can actually turn off some readers. But that phrase take one more step, transformed this from any story into Jonathan's story and will be the detail an admissions officer is looking for. In, in terms of aspects of his life experience that he wasn't ready to share, um, it was a really powerful descriptor of you know, how you get through things in your life when they're really hard. Josh Steckel is Jonathan's counselor at the Brooklyn School for Collaborative Studies. He's also the author of Hold Fast to Dreams, a book that follows the journey of 10 public high school kids to and through college. You know, the, it's the work of, like, figuring out how to make something really flat, you know, paper, have an, a result that produces empathy, right, where there's, you know, a reader who's connecting with you. A little later in the show, we'll hear more feedback and some essay writing do's and don'ts from Josh and the rest of our team of experts. But first, a basic question. Just how important is the personal essay to an admissions office? Very, says Josh. So, like, I remember, for example, with one student, um, she got a note from an admissions counselor in response to her essay. It was just a very short note, um, but it just acknowledged that her essay had been read and enjoyed and that it it made some kind of impact on this reader. And for that young woman, that sense that there was some kind of relationship and some kind of transaction had taken place was totally transformative. She came into that moment really, I think, not believing that she was going to continue her education after high school. And she came out of that moment thinking, like, I think this might happen. Unlike grade point averages and test scores, essays can allow a student's unique voice and personality to jump off the page. 
So can a great essay get you in? Park Muth says it can be a factor, but in his experience, it's rarely the magic bullet. Park spent nearly three decades in the admissions office at the University of Virginia. He's now a private college counselor. If you've already passed through the gateway of the determination that your academics are superior, because, you know, an essay doesn't predict well for academic success. It may say a lot about character and other things, but there aren't any real studies that show an essay is going to say you're going to graduate or you're going to be a superstar. There's also a bit of an awkward truth about essays. Outside coaching, whether from parents or counselors, is so prevalent, our experts say admissions offices view great essays with a bit of skepticism. Depending how much extra help a student gets, um, the essay could or could not reflect who that person might be. Steve LeManager is the president of Advice Princeton. He's also a former director of admission at Princeton University. And he says some universities are now trying to get a more honest look at how applicants write. Amherst College, uh, instead of an, a supplement essay, will encourage students to, to send a paper that they've written at their school with teacher comments as a better reflection of, of what kind of student and thinker um, that they are. So I, I think that's, that's also a very healthy development and helping the admission officers see um, what kind of a, of a student and academic or intellectual this, the, the student might be. Nonetheless, essays are still an integral part of many college applications, and a great essay is certainly preferable to a poor one. In a minute, we'll hear more from Steve, but first, a word from our sponsor. Getting In is supported by Squarespace, helping students find the right fit by finding themselves. When you create a website with Squarespace, you're learning how to share your goals and passions with the world in your own way. You're learning what makes you different and why because finding the right fit is also about appreciating what you have to offer. To learn more, go to squarespace.com slash getting in. I'm Julie Lifcott-Hames. This is Getting In. As a private counselor, Steve offers guidance on writing well in the 650 words typically allotted to students. The prompt that I am using is describe a problem you've solved or a problem you'd like to solve. Explain its significance to you and what steps you took or could be taken to identify a solution. So we asked him to meet with Alessandra LaPera to give her feedback on her first draft. Life is a series of unpredictable events, painfully confusing events that we may not understand at the moment, but in the long run are beneficial. I can identify that for myself. I have lived it. Alessandra is a candid and open-hearted writer. For this essay, she chose two very sensitive topics. First, family struggles that made for a very bumpy childhood, and second, a medical condition she's struggling with now. To further complicate my situation, I was also diagnosed with late-stage chronic Lyme disease, in addition to its four different co-infections, fibromyalgia and black mold toxicity. High school was especially challenging for me. My grades were seriously affected. I knew I had to learn to endure these hardships with a smile. I have learned the importance of delayed gratification, along with the ability to navigate my life as if it were a compass to find true happiness. When life knocks you down, you need to get back up and turn your compass into the direction of the life you want to lead. This will help you navigate to find and treasure the things that truly matter. It's, it's a long story. It's, it's wonderfully written and beautifully done, and I think quite, quite emotional, when, particularly when she reads it. 
First, Steve wanted to make sure Alessandra knew about a certain section of the Common Application, an online form now accepted by many colleges, where she could share additional information. And the instruction there is to to ask for information and circumstance that might have affected a student's ability to perform at the, the best of their ability in high school. And, and so my main suggestion is to look through the essay to find things that would be most applicable to that additional information piece. And then that, in a sense, frees her to, to write about some aspect of this essay that will be more anecdotal. And you can expect two or three minutes of, of a, a reading from a college admission officer. So there's a lot of good stuff here, but it needs to go in two places and to, to give them a good sense of the struggles that she's faced in the last number of years. Okay, okay, okay. So it's almost the essay as a whole would be more directed towards this happened and I am this sort of person because of it. More positive. It's something like that. Some, I, I, there are some aspects of it, like like your your metaphor of the compass. Right. Wonderful. Certainly go with that because if you go with that idea of the compass and how to navigate your life and when life knocks you down, et cetera, as, as you talked about in your essay, that gives the reader something to hold on to. And that metaphor is vivid for them because they, they know that you've had a life that's taken you off course. Mm-hmm. And there's something about you that gets you back on course. As a reader, as a former reader of applications, I would feel remiss if I did not know about this mm-hmm. before making a decision on your application. The question is how to present it right. in a way that, that allows you the, to, to have your voice come out in the, in the essay and, and to give the readers the, enough factual information such that they have everything before them when they're making a decision. Would you say I should choose one of them for my personal essay? Because I, I almost feel like they, they almost coincide. With, with 650 words, there is a limitation to what you can say, no matter how wonderful a writer you are and how, how much you can condense things. They call it the personal essay for a reason. And I think your essay is going to be effective because the essay is about your flesh and bones and not just the numbers. They know what your SATs or ACT would be. They know your GPA. This really makes it human, makes it personal for them. Mm-hmm. And also... I've been doing a lot of theater throughout this, so I haven't, I I knew that I couldn't just stay home and, you know, sit and just think about how sick I was the whole time. You know, I mean, I had to get out and do something. Like, when I look at my transcripts, I get so embarrassed because I know that somebody who doesn't know my story. There will be a number of schools, I'm predicting, who will read your story and understand your story and will take into account those circumstances before rendering a judgment. Now, you know, realistically, you can't expect all of the schools to react that way. Right. Because, partly because of the numbers and they're concerned mm-hmm. about what their class looks like. Mm-hmm. And, and also they may not have, they may not have the space mm-hmm. just because they get, they're inundated with applicants from all over the world. But what you hope is that by telling your story, by being open about it, and I think you're that kind of person, you're, you're okay with sharing things. I, I am. <laughs> and, and that's that's wonderful. And by sharing that with, with the readers and with the, the colleges, you hope that they will they will take the time to listen and to understand mm-hmm. such that their decisions will be will be human and humane. Mm-hmm. This has been 
very unfortunate series of events. Right. <laughs> and you've come out of it with good spirit and um, in a good place. So I think that's you to be commended for that. So I have a lot of confidence that I'm going to do, you know, great things wherever I go. It, but this this whole process is just not easy. As you know full well how you deal with difficulty and upset, that's that's the truest test of character. My advice right now would be my next steps would be for you to to really wrestle with with this essay to use that optional additional information mm -hmm. section and to to revise those and best illustrate who you are today. Okay. Not who you were in ninth grade or tenth grade, but mm -hmm. who you are today right. and and more forward looking, more futuristic. What and where do you want to be? It's hard not to be impressed by Alessandra's resilience and how she's plowed tough lessons learned into her work as an actor. She came from those set of experiences, but she will tell you that she is a different person now. She has that strength. She owns that strength. Amy Young is the director of college counseling at the private school Avenues, New York. And that's what colleges are actually going to be most interested in. The details of that are important, but they aren't as important as the end of that story. In a moment, we'll hear more from Amy Young and our other experts. But first, we're going to pause for a word from our sponsor. Getting In is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible has more than 180,000 audiobooks. You can download them and access them on a bunch of different devices, on iPhones, Android, Kindle, or pretty much any other MP3 player. One book to try out from Audible is M-Train, the new memoir from music icon Patti Smith. She meditates on everything from literary obsessions to her quest for the perfect cup of coffee. If you want to listen to M-Train or many other books, Audible has it. With more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word products, you'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at www.audible.com college. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash college. This is Getting In. I'm Julie Lifcott-Hames. Before the break, we heard one of our 12th graders wrestle with how to describe her personal struggles in an essay. And it's a tricky balance, says college counselor Amy Young. So she mostly tries to steer students away from deep confessions in their college essays. You have to understand that you're presenting yourself in a way so that you can be selected out of a particular pool of students. And so colleges can understand if you are a good match for their institution. And that doesn't mean you're writing the essay that belongs in your journal. Amy, that's such good advice. Sometimes you see a kid who's really poured their heart into an essay but told such personal things that the admissions office ends up a, a bit embarrassed to be reading it. And I think the advice about this essay is not your personal journal, is really sound. Here are a few more essay writing do's and don'ts from our experts. Josh Steckel says, do examine a moment of life with detail that you can recall richly. So much of what happens in certain kinds of essays can be about very little moments, very little details, and can convey um, a sense of the writer that is really important um, and that speaks to um, something authentic and something unique about the person, even if it's like, you know, like the essays that are about a family dinner. 
And do work with your strengths, says Amy. Know what you write well and write it. If you can't write funny, don't write funny for your college essay. If you can, if you are a strong descriptive writer, that's that's a way to play to your strength. And it's it's authentic to what your strengths are as we re- revisit this question of how do I, I get myself on paper? Park Muth adds, don't write about a problem just because it felt traumatic to you. Not every personal hardship essay will be read with great empathy by the admission office. Some sob stories are better than others, sorry to say. I mean, there are some, for a variety of reasons, some of those stories are going to be much more compelling, and some of them aren't. And if I wanted to give an example, having a sports injury, probably not. <laughs> um, but if you're a high school athlete and your your knee blows out, that's that's devastating. And your identity is constructed. Your identity of that. is constructed, yeah. but that's not going to be the kind of essay typically that is going to compel people to say, oh my goodness, they've really overcome a lot. And what if you're worried that describing your transformative experience has a whiff of privilege about it? Like, say, the opportunity to travel abroad to volunteer on a service trip. Park Muth says this is a tougher call. I tell people, take a risk. I mean, you trust that the better angels of the natures of these admissions people are are there for you. Is that always going to be true? No. (laughs) Frankly, it isn't. But to say, forget it. (laughs) You know, I'm doomed. I'm not going to write about that. You know, my daughter did a gap year and she went to all these places around the world and she taught kids in Tanzania, and she worked at Mother Teresa's in India, and she worked in an orphanage in Thailand, and it changed her life, completely changed the way she saw the world. I told her, don't write about it. (laughs) Um, She's a really good writer anyway, but it was about the experience. But she comes from this demographic where people are going to say, well, yeah, You've got to get to go to these really cool places and do this stuff, but that's not what other people get to do. And Amy Young adds, do be careful about which kind of transformative experience you write about because... Many students come back from those experiences arriving at similar conclusions and having similar reactions. And so it becomes an essay that people have seen before, right? And it really becomes something that they want to keep and treasure But it may not be the best essay to get them into college. It may not be the best essay to help them stand out among those 30,000 applicants. And that can sometimes be a difficult conversation with a student to say, this is honest and this is genuine and authentic and real and thank you for writing this. But we might need to think about another topic for you. And Amy says, don't spend a lot of time in your essay talking about who you used to be. Oftentimes because the beginning of those stories are not explaining who you are today. They're explaining who you were. And that's, I think, where students often err is spending too much time on the genealogy of those stories. And Josh Steckel says, whatever it takes, do find some way to directly connect with a reader. There's something about that kind of descriptive writing that really enables a reader to have the sense that, like, wow, I'm seeing what you're seeing. I'm feeling what you're feeling. I'm where you're at right now. You know, and it's also why when Jonathan said that one step at a time, I was like, I'm on the rock with you. You know, yes. like, Very much. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be at the end of the essay. I want to say I'm with you. I couldn't agree more with Josh. And just thinking back on some of the writing workshops I've participated in and the advice I've gotten about my own writing, 
I think when a writer can report from their own body about what it felt like, what it looked like, what they were afraid of and how they knew they were afraid, what the body said to them by way of that fear, what they saw with their eyes and how it made them feel. Often the body is the place we can go to for for real memory, you know, for a real sense of what was it like in that experience for me. If you can find a way to report that actual feeling you had, that actual observation and how it felt. That's what makes this story your story, not a story anyone else could have written. And so to all our seniors listening, have the courage not to write the essay you think you're quote unquote supposed to and get to that place where you can find that nugget of actual authentic truth about yourself, something that is uniquely you. And that's it for today's show. As always, thanks so much to the students we're following this year for sharing their lives and experiences with us. You can keep up with us and find out more about our experts and teens at slate.com slash getting in. And our experts will continue to answer your questions. Send an email or a voice memo to gettingin at slate.com. Or you can call our hotline and leave a message. That number is 929-999-4353. Again, that's 929-999-4353. We love hearing from you. And one more piece of business. Please head over to the Getting In page on iTunes and leave us a comment. It helps other people discover the show. Getting In is a production of Slate and Panoply Media. Michelle Siegel is our producer. Production help from Barry Finkel. Our executive producer is Laura Mayer, and Panoply's chief content officer is Andy Bowers. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Julie Lifcott-Hames, and I hope you'll join us next time. And remember, it's not just about getting in. It's about finding the right fit. Right.